Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. How many shoes do you currently own, would you say? At least, like, 250. <laughs> wow. I was not expecting that. <laughs> At least I'm sure you're putting all that in the dorm room. <laughs> you Smith here uh, with Joe Timpton and welcome to the AM1 show with KJ and Joe presented by On3, your home for exclusive interviews with some of the most talented hoopers in the world, along with reactions to viral basketball news and moments trending on the web. Today we'd like to welcome in Dalen Terry, former top 50 recruit and rising sophomore for the Arizona Wildcats. Dalen, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, appreciate y'all for having me. Now, when most people think of Dalen Terry, you know, they think of just Arizona basketball player, right? So to start us off, me and KJ want to know a little bit more about you as a person specifically. Um, you know, I think far too often people um, tend to put players uh, in a box, right, and only associate them with the sport that they play. Um, so we want to kind of put that basketball stuff to the side for a minute and uh, just talk about you. Um, so I was scrolling through your Instagram. I see you get a lot of drip. You know, you got the Palm Angels, the Supreme, the Jordans, all that good stuff. Um, so my question is, if you had to pick one clothing brand to rock for the rest of your life, what's it going to be? Uh, low key, lately I've been messing with the Palm Angels, but I would probably have to really, I mean, I feel like it's a cheat code, but I'm making my own brand. So I just wear everything I make, you know? Just wear my own stuff. Gotcha. We'll have to get into that a little bit later. We're, we're excited to hear about that. <laughs> okay. So I know on the court, Arizona is a Nike school. What's your off the court uh, shoe? Oh, I'm for sure wearing Jordans. Like, I, I wear like other brands like Nikes, Adidas. But if I can, like, all my, most of my shoes are Jordans. Like, when I go on a trip, I'm packing Jordans every time. And I can relate to that because I'm coming from a Jordan school and that's all we would wear every day. Yeah. Uh, which colorway Which colorway is your favorite? And which, which Jordan number? Um, I mean, I can't really miss, you can't really miss the 11s, either the Brads or the Concords, like those are just classics. I wear my Brads too much. I was talking about the other day. I was just like, bro, I need another pair because I feel like they go everything. <laughs> so I'll just be wearing them. Yep. Is there a particular shoe that you don't currently own that you're looking to get in the near future? Uh, your eyes on? The Babesters. Since Babe is coming into like a, a bigger brand again, I feel like them, them shoes right there, I need them. And I can't find them in my size. What size do you wear? I wear a 13 and, or I mean, they like forces. So I really wear like a 12 and a half, but I really wear a 13. How many shoes do you currently own, would you say? At least like 250. <laughs> wow. I was not expecting that. <laughs> At least. I'm sure you're putting all that in the dorm room. <laughs> yeah, because we got our own apartment. So 
I got a lot of my shoes at my house in Tucson, but like I be finding like when I come back to Phoenix or whatever, I be looking like through my dad's stuff and I'm like, wait. You have it? Yeah. Oh girl. <laughs> and, and me and my dad were the same size, so you know he liked to steal. Hmm. I come home, if I forgot a pair of shoes, if I come home, I'd be like, bro, where are my shoes at? And he'd be like, oh, I put them over there. You know he was wearing my shoes, bro. <laughs> I have the same problem with my little brother. Yeah. So what's your most expensive pair of shoes? Uh, I have the Union 1s. I have those. I have the Union 4s. Um, what else do I got? I got some Dior's. Um, I got the. I actually have the Dior 1s. Those are the most expensive shoes, for sure. Yeah. The highs or the lows? The lows. Lows, okay. So obviously sneakerheads, they know about resale value. Are you pretty plugged up um, and get a good deal for most sneakers or are you having to go to StockX sometimes and play, you know, pay those high prices? I rarely go to like StockX, but I'm definitely plugged up, I think. I feel like I just, I'm not necessarily plugged up, but I just know where to go to get the shoes. So I know who's going to give me the best price. Or I often like ask a few plugs to see who give me the best price then pay that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the most you've ever spent on a pair? Hope my mom is not watching this right now. (laughs) (laughs) At least, man. Oh, I mean, really, it's probably not a lot, but I trade. I'll trade my shoe and then pay two. So it's like that's a lot of money. (laughs) I don't know the number, but it's it's a lot of money. At least over eight hundred a band, over a band for sure. So at Carolina, my holy grail was when they gave us the off-white ones before they came out. That was my favorite shoe. And for that, for me, having that shoe is just a special memory. So what is that shoe for you? Um, I have to say the Concords. Like, once I got them, I got them. Like, my dad got them for me. And usually, like, my dad, stingy. He don't, he don't be wanting to give me no shoes. Like, everybody in the family know I love shoes. But since my shoes, my foot is so big, he he don't be getting me that. And I know like in high school, he got me the Concords and I'm like, hmm. And that's when I started wearing them a lot. And I felt, I always wanted a pair of those, but I just never got them. But I always been a shoe guy. And then he gave me those and I fell in love. Beyond your interest in shoes and clothing, uh, shoes and clothing, do you have any other hobbies? Um, I mean, I just be, I watch a lot of YouTube. Like I like watching like, uh, like a lot of like NBA players like off the court stuff, you know. Like I like to see like how they live and stuff like that. Um, but pretty much, I just be in the mall, watching, looking at clothes. Like I, I can know I'm not gonna buy nothing. I just go to the mall and just look at stuff, you know. So it's usually either if I'm not playing basketball, I'm on YouTube or listening to music or just looking at clothes or shoes. I saw a picture uh, of you and Marcus Bagley on your Instagram, and it was last year, and y'all were in the studio. Um, yeah. And I know Marvin puts out music, his big brother. Um, yeah. Is that something that y'all take serious, making music, or were y'all just in there messing around? Um, to be honest with you, like, so Marcus, like, whole Bagley family, actually, like, even the little one, Martray, they all got it. Like, I don't know what it is. They, it's in their blood, you know? So... I just, I was just, you know, that's one of my close friends. So I'm always with him. And they was like, let's go to the studio. And this was during quarantine. So we was just bored. And like, we, we showed up to the studio and 
Marvel wasn't in town though. It was just me, and Marcus, and if you all know Holland Woods too. So I, I started a little friend group. Uh, Holland and Marcus came like with it in their notes, like they was really rapping. And I start off, and I'm just like, wait, y'all serious? <laughs> so I had to like we was in there for a couple hours, and I I had to really like think of something crazy. But Marcus and Marcus and Holland, they both got it. Like they just it's like they could just think of something, and they really would do it. Marcus, for real, sound like a rapper. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> have you made any music yourself personally? Like, do you have any, have you made any songs? We have one song. Is it out? No, it's not out. <laughs> are y'all planning on releasing it or are y'all just holding it in the vault for now? Yeah, we just gonna hold it in the vault for now. But we got one song. I know I'm on one song. Now, you gotta ask Marcus how many songs he got, cause that boy. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So let's flash back to the high school days. Um, you know, you played at Hillcrest Prep, you know, one of the powerhouses in, in high school. Um, and you played with guys like Keon, um, you know, Mike Foster, a core maker, Puff Johnson. KJ knows him, of course, North Carolina dude. Um, what was it like playing with those guys, all those elite level talent? And and do you miss high school ball any? Um, actually, yeah. Uh, that, that was like a real good, like, I feel like that was a good way for me to end my high school career. But all the top guys, even my junior year when we was with Kyrie, Devin, Mm-hmm. a couple other guys too so I feel like I've always been around top guys but for me to end like that with them it just showed me like the different personalities on how everybody's a lot different from each other you know so it was pretty good to experience that having to like like I was playing point guard so I had to manage like different different personalities like I know when he wants the ball here I know when you know so do you still stay in touch with any of them yeah, I talk to I talk to most of them all the time. I I actually talk to Mike Foster probably the most. Uh, I, I seen him the other day. So, what does he say about? Uh, has he talked to you about the G League route? And what, you know, what what uh, what does he have to say about? It? Is he excited? You know, uh, what what are his thoughts? Uh, yeah, he's definitely excited about that. I know. I've always knew. Like, I didn't know for sure. None of us really knew for sure, but we knew that that was always an option. And I know him as a as a person. He's a good kid. He just he just want to be he just want to be great really quick. So, and I feel like he has a he's just a man child. So he's already ready. I feel like so he's about to shock a lot of people. Jalen, when you were going through the high school recruiting process yourself, what schools did it really come down to? Um, Arizona, USC, uh, Colorado, Florida State. Well, it's Memphis. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure, like that was that was the five right there. I think. If I'm forgetting any schools, yeah, I'm pretty sure those those right there. I know it was really close to Memphis. Like I, like I took my visit to Arizona and I canceled my visit to Memphis. But I know if I would have took a visit to Memphis, it would have been real tough for me, you know. For sure. So why did you ultimately decide on Arizona? Um. So they came in late. So, you know, I'm from Arizona. So every kid from Arizona, like, that's like our, like, that's like, it's not like our dream school, but that's like the Duke on the West Coast for us, you know? So they were, um, they weren't, they wasn't really messing with me for a minute. And I'm just like, dang, like, I got ASU, GCU. I got all the other schools that I, that, like, every other school you can think of that I really wanted on this side of the country, I, I got but Arizona. But I always talk to them. So then when I was playing content magic my last year, they started like contacting me. But when they came, like usually like if schools got up me like late, I was not messing with them. 
But when they came, they came up the whole staff. Like, and it wasn't like just Sean and another coach was talking to me. Like, every single person on the staff was showing love. They had to, like, the, some of the players was reaching out. Like, I know Nico really well. So Nico was reaching out to me, talking to me about it. So it was like I, sh I seen love real quick. And it wasn't really hard for me to just say, I'm going to just go our way and just go play for Arizona. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I was looking at some of the guys that you came in with uh, with the class of 2020. And besides the transfers, I think you were one of the only Americans um, that they yeah. brought in. There was guys from Lithuania, Estonia, France, Latin American, and a couple others. So what was it like playing with those guys, especially at first? Um, you know, was there a language barrier? Was it hard to understand them if they had an accent and vice versa? What was that like? Um, to be honest with you, for like all the foreigners we had, or we have still, because everybody's still there. Uh, there wasn't that much of a language barrier, but it was more like the terminology. Like, if, if y'all know who Kirk Kreese is, like, he had a hard time, like, because, you know, like, you know, like, we, we you sometimes use broken English, too, but it's just in a different way than they use it. So we say and stuff, and he like, what does that mean? Like, like he's serious. We're like, how you don't know what that mean? Like, some of the simplest things, like, like hot dog, he'd be like, what is a hot dog? Like, for real, like, you were like, what are you talking about? Like, how you not know what that is? But we had to really, like, show him what to say. And it's crazy, like, all the foreigners that are on our team, like, even Azulis and, like, I mean, Ben, he's from Canada. So he's already, like, he's, like, one of us already. So, but Azulis and his brother, Tovilas and Kerr, they had a hard time at first. But then now, like, if you see them now, they're just so American. Like, you'd be like, bro, like, you changed so much in a year. Like, now you're wearing Jordans. You, He's like in the fashion and stuff. He's like, Dylan, can I get a picture? Can someone take pictures of me? And be like, wow. <laughs> That's funny. Dylan, all in all, how would you grade your freshman year? A, B, C? Uh, honestly, I'll probably give it a C. Like, I feel like um, a lot of people don't know that I tore my meniscus before I went to school. So, like, I came in and, like, my one of my first workouts back was at school. So, I feel like I was already playing catch up. And I feel like I, I had high expectations for myself and I didn't get to do a lot of it, you know? So I feel like this is the year that I, I've waited my turn and it's time for me to like show everything that I've been doing my whole life, you know? So what have you been working on specifically this off season to come in and have a monster sophomore season? Um, being more physical for sure. Um, being more of a knockdown shooter. I feel like last year I shot a good percentage from a three corner, but you know how that is. If you don't shoot a, a lot, a lot, then it's not, it's not, it don't hold the same weight. So I feel like I shot a good percentage, but I just want to shoot more um, and up my percentage. And then for sure, get into the free throw line and making those free throws. I feel like those are easy points. I feel like I love, like I could have upped my average a lot more if I would have made free throws, hit a lot more jumpers. So, and I feel like I know college now. So I know like where you got to score, how, cl how close that gap is. Like, and I'm a lot stronger. So, what can Arizona fans expect from you specifically um, and also the rest of the team um, this upcoming season? 
Um, energy, energy for sure. A lot of leadership, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do anything to put my team in the best predicament to win for real. Any particular game that you're looking forward to this year? Uh, I don't want to put no game out there, but Arizona State. Since last year, I, every since I was a kid, I was going to play against ASU, so it's always ASU every time, especially because Marcus on that team too. <laughs> Dalen, do you have any pregame rituals or specific music or an artist you listen to before each game? Um, I'm listening to a lot of Young Boy before the game. A lot of like angry music. <laughs> I go out. Young but like it just depends. Like early, like before, like say the game's at seven, at like three, I'm listening to some like some calm, like motivational music, you know, like some Nipsey hustle or something like that. And then when I get to like warming up for real, when I'm about to get dunking and stuff like that, I'm listening to like young boy, no cap, amigos, stuff like that. It's a it's a slow progression to this yeah young boy. It's not right away for sure. <laughs> what are your uh, initial impressions with newly appointed head coach Tommy Lloyd? Um, he's just a good dude. Like he has a good heart. Like he he just like I would say like I had a C plus like a C minus uh, freshman year. Like he already knew like what I was before that. So like he was just like I I seen where you struggled at. I know you're a hard worker, so like we're gonna get this good. And he put a he put 100% believe in me immediately. So like as soon as he did that to me, I put 100% believe in him. So anything he say, I'm all in. You know, he's just a real positive dude. He knows what he's talking about, and he really wants the best for it, for all his kids. So staying on the topic of Arizona, um, do you have a favorite spot to eat on campus? Um, probably Baja Cafe. That's like. That's like the spot where everybody go. Like that's the best breakfast spot, and breakfast is my favorite food or meal of the day. So, Dalen, as a student athlete, what was your favorite class of your freshman year, and then what was your least favorite class? <laughs> uh, SAS. I don't even know what SAS stands for, but it was like about sports and stuff. So, it was like student athlete class, I guess, but. That was probably my favorite class. And then my least favorite class was probably English. Like I hate reading. Like, I don't know what it is about me, but I just hate reading stuff that I'm not interested in. Like, I wish they gave us like an option to like read about stuff we like. Like, I don't really want to be reading about whales, bro. Like for real. <laughs> yeah, I'm the exact same way. <laughs> What's your day to day like right now? Um, a lot of working out. I'm at, I'm actually back in Phoenix right now. We got a break. But if I'm in Tucson, I'm waking up early, working out before weights, go to weights. Sometimes I work out after weights. Or I, if I don't, I go home, go to sleep. Then we have team practice. And then I'm just trying to eat as much as possible because I'm trying to gain weight. And then we, I come back later at night and probably work out too. So that's pretty much every day that we got. Yeah, seven days a week for real. Well, switching gears a bit, we've seen all the new legislation that the NCAA has passed that allows college athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. I've seen that you've already started taking advantage of that, and you currently are in the process of launching your own brand called Publicly Private. Can you mm -hmm. tell us about that? Yeah. Um, you know how you, um, you guys were just talking about how, like, athletes, like, a lot of fans that look at athletes as just, like, in a box, 
of just being an athlete, like their life revolves around that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, my life does revolve around basketball, but like publicly private is like, I'm so like, y'all look at me like through my Instagram, like publicly, publicly I'm a basketball player, but y'all really don't know me. So I feel like I'm private at the same time. So that's where the name came from. And I feel like it's for, it's not even just for athletes, but it's just for people that like are misunderstood or like people just have like an image of them that they don't really, like, I don't really care to like clear no rumors up. Like they can say whatever they want to say about me. I'm, I'm a, I'm me regardless. So that's what it really is. And I feel like I'm going to really get in my bag and try to do stuff, do something a lot of people that haven't did before. So you have an agent, um, Gino Little. Shout out, Gino. Um, yeah, shout out, Gino. Who actually does, who actually does uh, NBA representation as well. How long have you known him, and then how did it come to be of him representing you? Uh, I've known Gino since I was, like, freshman high school. Like, Gino's one of those guys that everybody just knows in Phoenix, especially, like, like, it really started off, like, him, of his story, like, how he went to, um, I think it was UTSA, and then he went to NAU. I forgot what school he walked on at, but then he ended up being, like, really good. So I know, like, everybody knows he's from the city, and once he came to agent, it was like, we've always been cool, but he never, like, really came at me like that until this NIL thing came up. And I, it was already, like, he already knows what I like. He knows I'm into fashion, and I felt like he was a person that, knows me really well. So it's like a no-brainer. Any other NIL deals uh, that you can hint to right now? Um, well, a couple of days ago, I, I did, um, what is it called? A commercial for Lolo's, Lolo's Chicken and Waffles, and it's out in Phoenix. So that's, that's the biggest one right now. Um, I'm still working on a few other little things, but right now I'm just, I feel like the NIL thing was just an opportunity to help me launch my brand first. So that's really what I'm focusing on right now. That's what we've been trying to get working on, trying to get our Instagram up and get our website up and all that. Is there is Arizona letting you guys have free reign when it comes to this whole space? Or are they like asking that you report, you know, your deals to their their you know office or whatever? Or you know, do they just go through your agent? You know, how does it work? Um, they don't they don't really ask that much they they are working on stuff for us so like they're gonna do like they're gonna have like a few like options that we can try if we want but they don't really ask me about anything I have going on I mean obviously like I talked to the coaches and they asked like what have you done like what deals have you done but like as far as like the office or anything like they don't really say anything about it they just know like we're just capitalizing on our likeness for real And to close this out, I want to do some rapid fire questions um, about your teammates to see how well you know them. Uh, the answer can be yourself, too. Okay. All right. So, who's the bounciest on the team? Ben Matherin. Who is the best shooter? Kirk Risa. Who is the best passer? Me. Who is the one that's always late? Oh my God, Kirk. Kirk Reese is always like. Who is the funniest? Kirk Reese. And who has the most drip? That's me, for sure. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us, Dalen. Um, we appreciate your time. Wish you good luck on the upcoming season. Um, and to our listeners, if you enjoyed this episode with Dalen Terry, please leave us a like, review, and please subscribe. Um, thanks again, Dalen. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate y'all for having me. Right, no doubt. Yeah. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.